Hi everybody and thanks for watching. I'm Pastor Jason and I have a special guest with me here today, Pastor Mario Gomez. And so we're going to talk to you today about something we take very seriously and really we're going to discuss the state of the church. And so because there's obviously a lot of things going on, Pastor, with the COVID, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of misinformation, there's a lot of things that are going on, even you listeners and, and you that are watching have experienced. I mean, my goodness, you can't go to the grocery store without a mask. You can't go and drive in your car without the potential of getting fined just to go and get some fresh air. So, and these confusion between city lines, county lines, I mean, you could drive, which in the valley here, Pastor, you could drive, I mean, from a city to city, you don't even know you crossed the city yeah. limits and... uh then you're in a whole different state of rules and executive orders. And so there's a lot of confusion. But also there's a lot of confusion in the church. Definitely. And I think primarily, Pastor, as we talk about this today, is that the churches don't know what the rules are, what their rights are. That's very important to know. I think every pastor should know and every uh, United States citizen should know their rights in America. And it just makes me wonder. It's just a thought. If they don't know their rights as American citizens, I wonder if they know their rights as children of God and children of the kingdom of heaven because that's what's really revealing to me. They don't even know the word of God and what the word of God says on specific subjects. And it's like they turned their back on a lot of the Word of God. So, anyway, it's so great to have you here. Thank you for inviting me. Again, Pastor Mario Gomez pastor and founding pastor of a church that's now in Palmhurst, Texas. Yes, that's what we you are. Were, you were in Mission, I mean in McAllen. For, yeah, almost 14 years. Yeah, so welcome to the, Thank you for to inviting the program today. Thank I know you. you have a lot of good things you're <laughs> going to share and talk to everybody, but uh, what do you think, Pastor, about this, the state of the church, really? Well, definitely the, the state of the church is, uh, the, the church as an organization worldwide it's still moving. It's still marching on. But in the local, local levels in different countries, specifically in the state of Texas, I'm, I'm totally in shock, Pastor. I've been living in this country for over 32, going on 32 years. And I always figured this country to be the land of the free. And I enjoy the freedom of this country for so long that, seriously, I, I took it for granted. I never realized that those can be taken away, and those are being taken away. So the church today is in shock, is hiding. The local churches are hiding. They're afraid. They're living in panic. And pastor, what really bothers me is that the leadership, you know, pastors, not only they don't know the rights, as you said, I wonder, do they know the rights as a citizens of the kingdom? Do they know the rights as children of God? Do they know what a mighty God we serve? Because what we are telling the church members is hide, remain hiding, keep panicking. You know, you might die if you show up to church. And I'm just totally in shock to see overnight, in a single night, by a stroke of a pen, my rights, your rights, those were taken away like that. And today, we are, instead of panicking, 
church-wide. Pastors are panicking, and they, they keep saying, because of the, an invisible enemy. The last time I checked in the Bible, the only thing that is invisible is called the Holy Spirit. And the invisible Holy Spirit doesn't bring me panic or fear. But this invisible enemy is so invisible that I don't, I don't, I don't know any single person local, in the local area, a single person that has coronavirus. I don't know anybody. All I know is, as, as Hidalgo County, we have over 310 people contracted that virus. Five of them die. And most of them are elderly community. So I don't know anybody, so it must be really invisible. Because I don't see it. Do you? Not a single person. I don't know. I anybody. wish they would show me a person. I yeah. mean, I've asked, I've actually come out, even on my sermons, and said, I'll go in and pray with them. Yeah. But, no. They're, yeah, it's like, so from that perspective, that is invisible because it seems to not know anybody. Yeah. You know, and we always know, I mean, you could walk into HEB, you could walk in the grocery store, and you usually know somebody. A lot of times, yes. A lot of times. Yeah. And then other cases is you know somebody that, you know, is related to, there's always yeah. this this connection somewhere. And so, it, it you know, the old saying, it's a small world. It really is. I mean, you know, but yet when it comes to the coronavirus... It's too small. Yeah. 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 It, nobody knows anybody that has it. And I'm not saying that, hey, people have actually been affected by it because they actually have been affected by it. But just like Pastor Mario was saying, look, I'm going to hold up the monitor from today. It says this 63-year-old man in Alamo dies from COVID-19. That's what it says. And he says that it says that he's number five. But then look what else it says. It says a 63-year-old Alamo man with underlying medical conditions died Monday after testing positive for COVID. So, but died not of COVID. No. Yet they want to make you believe that they died of COVID. We can see that in Colorado. They're having to actually remove 200 cases that they marked as COVID deaths that weren't marked as COVID deaths. There was an overstatement. Uh, New York, all the other states are having to do the same. New York's actually having to do more than 200. But it's amazing that there is this panic, you know, and that these churches would just give up when really the church has power and authority over all sickness, over all disease, yes. over infirmity, over principalities of darkness. Mm -hmm. So that's why when you see governors like Cuomo of oh. the state of New York that says if the numbers are down, it's, it's because says, of us. It's because of them. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. It's not because of God. It's not because of faith. So there is an agenda here. Definitely. And so what are we seeing here? I know you're, we're part of an association yes. of pastors yes. that have aligned themselves with political officials and Definitely. the county judge. What are you seeing here? Yeah, I'm, I'm very sad right now, specifically today, because uh, as, as you know, the, the governor of Texas already announced that he's going to end this uh, shutdown, I mean, this um, shelter at home uh, effective 4.30, which is uh, the day after tomorrow. So beginning May, we're going to reopen the state little by little. So he, he gave us, as a church, a specific, specifically and clean directives how we're going to assist and receive our church members in, in, into the buildings. But I, I, I got a hold of a document of the Pastors Association, the local Pastors Association, where they're telling us how we're going to do this. And it's totally contrary uh, 
to what the governor says. To begin with, the pastors are saying that no children are allowed in our buildings. The governor never said that. As a matter of fact, this past Sunday, when we opened the first time officially to every single one, or every single one of our church members, we got around 20, 20 kids. We still need more to come, but you know, obviously, that it was the first time. And I can tell you, uh, it, this this pandemic is so inside of us already that we don't even realize how much. That I, at one point, when I saw the, the kids jumping up and down in worship for a second. I begin to feel fear. You know, those voices keep telling me, what if you made a mistake by bringing these kids along? And so I had to stop myself and I had to rebuke these voices that I know they came from the evil evil uh, kingdom, the, you know, the, dark, the, the, the kingdom of darkness. But the local officials, the local pastors are actually promoting stay home until we know for sure it's completely safe to get out of your house. And I wonder when is that day? Because even before COVID, there, there is no certainty. You can always, you always run into risk the moment you step out of your house. So I am very sad, very concerned because if the leadership spreads panic and lies like that, it really makes me wonder what is well, it actually, it doesn't, no wonder, I would say, no wonder why the churches are in the condition they are. Everything starts with leadership. And our leadership, unfortunately, as church leaders, we should be a voice. We should be talking to community leaders. We should be talking in the media. We should be talking on TV, on radio. We should be talking, do not fear. And yet, we are saying fear. We should be talking more. And then we are actually talking less, and we are telling people, stay home. Be careful. The invisible enemy can get you. And I'm, I'm still in shock. I cannot believe that uh, last Sunday, I, I told you before we, we, we went on, that uh, I'm, I'm aware of only four churches that opened last Sunday. And I asked 10 single churches, 10 pastors, why didn't you open? And they told me straight up, because it's still not safe. And I argue, but the government said that we can actually open our churches. Yeah, but we are not safe. So I wonder who determines the level of your safety. Is it God? Is it the doctors? Uh, or is it the local authorities? Because in the 1800s, you know, doctors used to say that to cure a fever, you had to bled people. And people believed that nonsense. So today, we are believing nonsense even even today, we still believe in nonsense. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, I never thought we would have seen this day. And exactly what you're saying is yeah. exactly right. So, you know, people are believing man over believing God. Wow. You know, I mean, these are churches. I mean, it, it's a revealing thing that's happening. That's why we call this segment "State of the Church" because it's revealing. It's really revealing what is inside and what's going on inside the churches. One is, who are they being motivated by or manipulated by? And you could see they're manipulated by these people that are in authority, like the county judge or like the city mayors. So, you know, uh, you know what? We're never, ever going to kiss the ring, Pastor. <laughs> we won't kiss the ring. No. You know, the thing about it is Jesus himself... He went against authority. He did. He actually never negotiated. 
Never. He never negotiated in a matter. So he spoke the truth. Mm-hmm. I mean, even somebody came in to to uh, to him, and he said, you know, just to follow him. And he says, hold on, wait a minute. My a relative died. I've got to go bury my relative. And what did he say? Let the dead bury the dead. Let the dead bury the dead. You know, so there was never a negotiation, you could see. I mean, he never negotiated things. And that's the thing is you could see... And he never compromised. And that's where pastors, I think, you could see really it's revealing that they've compromised. They kissed the ring. Yeah. But then at the second at the at as well as if we look at the fact is, look, even for Catholics, I mean you can't go the holy water, they won't put it out because they didn't want people putting their fingers in it. Well, how holy is your water? So you wasn't it holy after all? it wasn't holy at all. So if you serve a God of miracles, if you serve a God of the supernatural, why are these pastors turning away? Yeah. I mean, it gives a real insight into what they're believing, what they're teaching. You know, everything is watered down. It's a watered down gospel. They must be preaching that because yes. they don't believe that miracles, they don't believe in safety, they don't believe in health. There are so many other things that could harm and hurt you. How many, I mean, it would be like because there's a shooting in a church that shut down all the churches. It's not safe. But they've actually done that in this particular case. These pastors have totally just surrendered. But really, it's revealing of what's inside of them, what they're teaching, what they're scared of, what they're hiding behind, what their belief system is. Mm. I mean, can we go on and on? I mean, yeah, Yeah. because that's what it is. They, They actually have found themselves compromised, and now they're being found out. You know, Pastor, one of the things that I noticed throughout this this uh, period of time, a lot of pastors, a lot of uh, people that has uh, uh, opportunity to be an influence, a lot of people always mention or want to bring God in the middle of this. God is punishing the church. God is punishing the pastors. God is punishing. They bring God always inside of this crisis. But you know what I, I, I noticed yesterday? We've been trying to manage this fear. We've been trying to manage people's fear. We were trying to manage all this persecution per se, because somehow I feel persecuted already. Uh, we were trying to, to manage nonsense, and we have forgotten, uh, at least me, I have forgotten the prophetic words given to us in the beginning of the year. We have forgotten a lot of good things that they were happening right in February, beginning of March, and, and, and the devil was successful to turn our attentions to him. We deviate our attention from heaven to the devil. But we got to go back and forget. As a matter of fact, today, this morning, in our, in our prayer meeting, I was told, uh, actually, somebody in the spirit told, told us that we got to stop, stop, even mention it, COVID, stop mentioning it. It's not worth it. I, when, when I heard that, I took it as a, as a word for me. I got to stop, you know, making it so big and making God so little. We are, be, you know, dim, diminishing God. And unfortunately, today, uh, going back to the, the, the state of the church, the church still triumphant. When you talk about in the spiritual realm, in the local levels, we have issues. And we have issues because our leadership, they like to make political alliances. And uh, that shouldn't happen. We should be one voice, single voice, 
that proclaim the truth, not proclaiming half-truths or even lies. And today, the condition of our local churches, unfortunately, in the local Hidalgo County in South Texas, uh, I want to say the majority, the majority of them, they have, they mean well, but some of them actually, they're being misled. But all these forces that are actually working strongly to deviate the church for its purpose. Its, its purpose is to proclaim and to advance the kingdom. And today we are in whole. And I think we gotta, we got to press on and forget the whole. We're moving forward beginning today. Amen. Don't you feel the same? I feel that way. Yeah, yeah. Why give COVID any more attention? Because yeah. you see pastors putting COVID on a pedestal. Yeah. Right in a line with what's happening with the local authorities. Oh. They put it on a pedestal. They use it. They weaponize it. To silence everybody. Perfect. They weaponize it to keep people in fear. They yeah. weaponize it to control and manipulate. We need to, if we need to put anyone on a pedestal, it's Jesus Christ. That's it. Jesus said, you lift me up, I will draw men unto to me. Unto me. So that's what we need to do. So that's a great word, Pastor. We need to focus back on the mission of yeah. the church. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And so, and put our focus and attention on Jesus Christ. Amen. Because he's the answer. Yes. And the yeah. church is not a referral system. The church is too many times. I mean, you could see the church is a referral system. They refer people to AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, Anonymous. and they refer people to psychologists and psych and psychiatric institutions, and you know uh, these different mental institutions, rather than referring them to Jesus. I mean, Jesus, by the way, that's what he wants the church to do. Yeah, he's the head of the church, given us power and authority given us a mission, given us a message that we carry. Yeah. And we should demonstrate that. We carry by demonstrating, not yeah. just by saying it. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing is, these churches that have compromised, what are they demonstrating, Pastor? No power. No truth in the message. That's, that's what exactly happening. Yeah. That's, that's, that's they're they're not demonstrating no. exactly what the Word of God says. And so, but, the, but they're demonstrating what the authorities tell them to demonstrate. One thing I want to mention, though, that is important to mention, when you see, actually, I cannot even try to see, to watch the news, even CNN, is, oh. it is it is dangerous, actually. Yeah. The moment you turn on CNN, you know, you just, I just put up with it two, three minutes, and I cannot tolerate no more. But, uh, but one of the things I notice on the news is that uh, a lot of people are focusing on two items. How many have contracted the virus? And how many of them die? And I've been monitoring on a daily basis, daily basis, how many of them recuperated. Mm -hmm. And you know, today, worldwide, in the whole planet, close to 920, 920,000 people have recovered. Almost wow. a million, a million wow. people recovered. Yeah. And 3 million, almost 3 million contracted the virus. That means it's a, it's a rate of 33% recovery. And what is the what is the percentage? Three millions versus uh, two fifty five hundred dead. Uh, that's half twenty percent. Twenty percent die. Thirty three percent recover. Yeah. And if you bring the numbers nationwide, it's the same. If you bring the, the numbers local local levels wide, it's the same. More people recover than people die. But no one is announcing. Nobody is actually sharing that information. Everybody concentrate on death. And contracting. How many have it? Yeah, that's right on. That's fake news right there. Yeah. 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 The media not just ignores it, but they intentionally do not report 
the recoveries because it doesn't fit in with their narrative. Their narrative is only again. And that's what we're pointing out to you today, Pastor Mario and myself, is that don't be caught up in the fear and the fear-mongering. Don't be caught up in the lies and the half-truths because it's still a lie. Don't be caught up in that. And so don't be bound by that. Are you, and you know, and I'll ask this question: Are you really free? Well, are you free in every area of your life? And so, and a lot of what I find is because it's their thoughts, you know, and that's where their battlefield is. It's a lot of their thoughts, you know. It says pulling down vain imaginations. A lot of people, and we understand the devil plays on ignorance. Definitely, <laughs> he can actually take control of somebody's life ultimately because of ignorance wow. and that's where people they just fall and play right in yeah. they just they're just ignorant to it and so guess what they're a sitting target for the enemy and they're a sitting target for the globalist and the agenda of the politicians and these other figures that are in the realm of government so you know and we're not attacking any any one specific person or individual but we sure will attack the spirit behind it yeah. Because if it's not of God, it is of the devil. Definitely. Or it's of man. And there's a lot of, and so that's one of our prayers, is that every plan of the enemy, every plan of man that would be contrary to God's plan would be brought to nothing. Amen. But then gives us the church. And so, but that's where we see also, too, we see that our Attorney General Barr is now going after these local municipalities that actually have come against the well, church and faith-based community and they're taking a stand and good. they're actually going to try I read in the believe it or not now they put a spin on these things so don't believe it you got to read between the lines but it says that bar to prosecutors look for unconstitutional virus rules so and it's this whole thing is article is about the church because we can see regardless of what other things were affected the church was the biggest thing outside of the economy the church is the biggest thing that's been affected by this it's like we were the poster child for this thing that's why it tells me it's of satan that's what tells me it's the devil that's why it tells me because it's a direct attack against church and the faith where they don't want certain messages you know pastors that have gone on and put their message online and streamed online have been taken off taken off of certain platforms because it went against the the establishment. The, the, well, yeah, it went against the establishment. It went against what everybody's been fed. It actually went against their guidelines of Facebook and the different things. You, can you? You're telling me that community guidelines of Facebook basically are anti-Christian. That's what they're they saying. Are. Because they if are. they take a message, Pastor, they take your message down because your message, where you preach the Word of God, was against their community guidelines. Then they are against God. What I'm saying is Facebook, YouTube, whatever these different platforms, and even platforms that said, no, you can't have praise and worship. There were some states yeah, and I read it. I read it. that you couldn't Online. even do praise and worship. It had to be a message. Why would anybody trust the big tech companies, the high tech companies? Why would anybody, a pastor especially, trust them when they're already deplatforming and removing Christians and conservatives and things from those platforms? Well, so it's all part of the agenda. Yeah. So it's all part of the agenda. So, Definitely. but I think too you had a couple of things here. Yeah. If that you want to share, uh, I, this I is would very like important. to. But before I get into that, I would yeah. like to share with you what I heard the other day. 
locally on the news a few days ago. Uh, the judge from uh, Cameron County, Brownsville area, he said last Friday on, on an interview that he was he was having with this local radio station. He said that l social distancing and the mass they came here and they're going to stay stay with us. And this is what he said for a long time. Hours after I saw the mayor of McAllen, what's his name, Jim Darling, mm -hmm. he said exactly the same thing. We're going to have the mass and the social distancing for a long time. Emphasize a long time. I don't know what they mean by that, but I can tell you it doesn't mean next week. Right. They want us. They want to shut us down all the way to summer. Let me read some of the things here that are crazy. Um, this document was written by a great defender of liberties, defender of freedoms. Uh, this, is a, this is an historian. This is a very smart man, very well-respected, Mark Levine. And he says, people are being arrested in some states for spending too much time outside, outside in the sun, outside playing ball. They're being arrested for it, and people are actually applauding society. Pastors are being arrested in some states for daring to hold church services, and the community applaud. A child's birthday party is raided by police because they were violating you know, the municipality laws. A father is handcuffed and arrested in an empty park. What was the crime? Playing softball softball with his daughter, six years old, and he refused afterward to turn over his ID. So they arrest him. A long paddle border in the ocean on a beach without any other people around. He was alone arrested because he was violating quarantine orders. We can go on and on, but this is the one that actually touches my heart big time. Even though I'm not a farmer, but uh, we eat everything that they produce. And I have friends in Pennsylvania that they actually they farm their lands. Uh, this is really sad. Dairy, dairy farmers are being incentivized, paid for, to, to stop dairy farming and to sell their herds. And you don't seem to understand. You and I don't seem to understand the implications of it. We're not going to have cows later. We're not going to have pork. And they have to actually kill their own or sell their herds because there is no market to buy it. Because we are in shutdown. This is, this is but I heard this locally from the city mayor of McAllen. That was like two weeks ago. I was in a drive-thru buying some food, and uh, a local uh, guy from the radio station asked the mayor, how many tickets had you given uh, you know, the city of McAllen for violating this uh, shelter at home? And at that point, he said 99. Uh, the, the county from Cameron County, they said 200. So the, the McAllen mayor said about 99. 
So the other guy in the radio asked him, so how do you know when somebody is actually, you know, not obeying the rules? Do you have police everywhere monitoring the people? H how do you get to know who is violating the rules? This is the mayor of McAllen statement. He said it on the radio, 7, 10 a.m., Fox News. He said it. Well, we don't have to have police monitoring people. Their neighbors called the police on them. And that's, this is what it says here. You are being told to use hotlines and online forms provided by your local governments to report your neighbors and who don't obey, and then you comply. In other words, not only you are telling us to social distance from one another, but you're also turning one another against each other. You're turning Christians against each other. I committed a big error the other day on commenting in Hidalgo County Facebook page. A, something that the, the judge said that I wasn't happy with it and I didn't agree with it. I made a comment on it. Do you know, Pastor, how many people insult me, attack me? They said, you know, the lowest to the, to the highest. You call yourself a pastor. You are a hypocrite. You are a false teacher. You are a false prophet. They told me so many things because I dare to question the legality and the basis of the decisions. We all, this is a, almost a million people county. Almost a million people in this county, Hidalgo County. And we love, we're talking about 300 people have the coronavirus. 300. You know what? Allegedly. Allegedly. You know what percent is that? Point nine zeros to the right, one. Yeah. Nine zeros. It, it doesn't even represent a percentage. And yet, we have measures like New York City. we never seen this before. Yeah. And you know what, Pastor? What I'm afraid is. This is just the beginning of something bigger. And the church needs to wake up. Pastors, you and I, we need to raise up. We need to connect. We need to speak. We need to become strong voices. Not only locally, but statewide. You know, one of the things that I'm totally grateful for right now in this crisis, two things. My president and my governor. That's amazing. That man, that beautiful handicapped man, he is a brave man. Yeah. He's standing up for truth, and he's not afraid of it. And he's actually for us. Yeah. He's not working against us. He is for us, and also he is for churches. Yeah. Praise God for that. Yeah. No, you can see that. Our Thank God for our governor, yes. Greg Abbott. Great man. Met with him different times, and he is a really a great man, as well as his wife, Cecilia. Wow. So they, they, they are, you know, godly people, but they're under a lot of pressure. And they're uh, under major attack, so we've got to pray, yes. continue to pray for them. Yes. But I think that number to turn in your neighbor is 1-800-I'm-Nazi. I'm a Nazi. I think that's what it is. But, <laughs> I, I, but no, but really, really. <laughs> makes sense. I mean, come on. It makes sense, right, <laughs> Pastor? I mean, this is not communist China. It's not. This is not Soviet America. This is the United States of, of America. America. And the supreme law of the land is our Constitution. Yes. And we have those rights and must exercise them. Yes. That's why we started a petition, actually two petitions, and we'll put some information in the video about where you can go and sign these petitions because we're exercising our First Amendment rights to petition the government for a redress of grievances. That's part of it. And so, 
But that's what we're about. We're about standing up for righteousness, standing up for what's right. But so many people have just given up and just surrendered. And so we can never kiss the ring. But it's really telling, and I just want to reemphasize this point. It's really showing what's inside and what's the thing that's manipulating pastors. And I'll just, you know, say that from pastors, but as well as others. You can really see what's on the inside. What is the intent? What is the motive of the heart? And you can see it. It's, yeah. it's, it's been unfolded in front of us. And everybody should wake up to that. Really, that's what you should wake up. And look, I'll speak to the other part about the dairy farmers. And, you know, right now, farmers and ranchers all over, plow, they're plowing their crops under. They're actually euthanizing, being told to euthanize chickens, pigs, and actually cattle. Wow. What a waste. They're aborting uh, us, uh, the cows that have babies. They're aborting them. And so, and they're actually killing off steer that are ready for harvest, that are fat and ready. They're grown ready yeah. for harvest. So they're being told that. Wow. So, and it's all created because of this bottleneck. There's been a bottleneck in the production. You can't, it's not even being produced. It can't be, it can't be produced. Because of all the bottlenecks and the economy and people obviously, I mean, you're going to starve. Do you understand? What's, that's what we're trying to say is, I mean, are you going to give up your freedoms to starve? You know, out of some fear that you might catch the coronavirus? I mean, that's just coming from pastors. Well, you're going to catch the coronavirus. No, you're not going to catch it. You can walk in divine health. There is divine health. There is divine healing made available. And so pastors need to Wake up. And Churches even, need to wake up. Yeah, and even even pastors right now, the church people, we they are treating this virus like this is beyond and bigger than God's purpose. Don't forget, don't 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 ever forget God's purpose was, is, and it will be. And it will always be and it would always remain. In other words, God is not in crisis. God is not dealing with COVID nineteen. I, you know what? I even dare to think that he doesn't even care about it right now because he's just waiting on us to deal with it because we have the authority. Right. We have the power to deal with this, but we are waiting on the government. And this is really dangerous, very dangerous, because the purpose of God is is still effective, is still active, is still working in our lives, and yet we are unwhole, afraid at home waiting for some guidelines to get out of the house. That is dangerous. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen this before. And I'm afraid that this is just the beginning of whatever is coming. Yeah. But I know the king is still in the throne. And God still holds the key for your life, for my life, for your destiny, and my destiny. So we do not have anything to fear. God is in control. And that really makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's great, Pastor. You know, and that's the thing is, but he can only be in control if you put him in control. <laughs> yeah, that's right. it. And that's right. why people you see people locked away and people that are that are in ignorance. Yes. And people I mean craziness, craziness. So if you question that we're a police state, I mean look at where police officers are arresting a father playing ball with his daughter in an open park. In an empty park. Yeah. Empty park. Totally empty. And so I mean, these are Gestapo type of things. We're talking about, this is like the KGB. This is like, you know, it's ridiculous. But 
these are all prophetic times too. Definitely. I mean, this is all in the Word of God. This has all been prophesied. This has all been, I mean, are we in the last of the last days? Yes, we are. I mean, things are, are wrapping up. So our focus needs to be, like I believe, just what Pastor Mario said. God's not, he's not concerned about this. He's not in crisis. He's not focused on the COVID. He doesn't even care about it. <laughs> what he cares about is you. Yes. And that you don't have fear. That you are not afraid. And that's where really the church, more than, because you can see persecution come to the church. Look at you being persecuted for making one statement on Facebook, on Facebook that yeah. you would talk against a county judge who's a bought and paid for elected official. That's what he is. Yeah, He is a puppet. That's all he is. And so you make one comment against this individual and you would come under attack Yeah, of trying to give wisdom and speak God's word into a situation and they would attack you. And so, hey, persecution is going to come. But I mean, we understand that, but we need more than ever, I believe, Pastor, is that, that a holy boldness yes. would come upon the church. Amen. So Amen. do you have any, any closing thoughts that you would like to share? Definitely. I, I think um, I would like to actually tell you, my, my dear beloved, that Jesus is still in the throne and he's not moved for these current events, for these human events. He's not moved by them. But he is moved by you and me when we reach out to his heart and we invite him to be our king and our Lord. And I think this is a good opportunity to stop this COVID pandemic fear emphasis and focus. Stop it and start focusing your eyes and your, and your sight to the heavens because help comes from the heavens. Help comes from the heavens. Right. So it's time for us to wake up and remain Remain awake because we got to be, you know, we, we got to watch around us what's happening and we got to tell others. You tell others to wake up. You know, my wife told me this morning that she was telling, she was talking to a co-worker yesterday and uh, as she was telling her that this is just a lie, she, this is just a pandemic that it was manufactured, the other person was totally beginning to see and she can see, my wife can see in her eyes how the light start, you know, glooming in her eyes. She finally realized that she was just in fear out of nothing. This morning she called her just to thank my wife for, for, for that little insight. I feel much better now. So uh, this, is what I, this is what I would like to tell you as, as a final word for me. Feel better. We are in good hands and nothing, nothing that is not God's purpose will ever happen to you to me. Amen. That's awesome. See, because fear paralyzes, faith mobilizes. Mm. And that's why this has gotten everybody to stay home orders and everybody just be obedient, kiss the ring. It's all because of this fear factor. But you can walk in the faith factor. Yeah. There is the God factor. <laughs> Amen. There is but God. Amen. Amen. So, and that's what we have to. So we're speaking to all you pastors as well as every listener, you believers, you that don't have hope, you can have hope in Jesus Christ. Just as the pastor says, call upon the name of Jesus. Accept him into your heart. You don't have to, to run scared. You don't have to hide away scared. And so, and we'll give some more information there as well about that. Um, we'll give a link where even you could pray a prayer and share it with your 
your family and share it with your friends, as well as those petitions. We'll put that in there. So, mm-hmm. But thank you so much. I believe thank you this for was, inviting a, me. was a powerful, powerful segment, really, to exposing the state of the church, really talking about that, and we encourage pastors. Yes. Unite together. If you don't have anywhere to go, you can come and join us. You yes. can. We welcome you in. And so, you know, we're going to be do everything to help, to encourage, and to make sure that you fulfill the call of God that is upon your life. So we're speaking to every single minister out there as well as every single person. So call upon the name of Jesus. Look to him in these uncertain times because there is a certain thing, and Pastor Mario shared it. Jesus is on the throne. He hasn't left, and the church is triumphant. Hmm. And the church will overcome all of this. Why? Because we're more than conquerors. Mm. Why? Because Jesus already conquered this. Why? Because the church is triumphant. But we got to keep our eyes on Jesus Christ. Mm. And so we are going above only and never beneath. Mm. And the gates of hell will not prevail Mm. against the church. So thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. So make sure to like and subscribe and share this video. It'll be on Facebook, YouTube. It'll also be on Facebook. probably on our World Impact News website, worldimpactnews.net. And so go watch the video there as well. And also on podcast, we're on about eight platforms. So watch on your platform. You can listen to this as well. So, well, again, I'm Jason Mangum with Pastor Mario Gomez. Gomez. And so we thank you for watching. God bless. Bye-bye.